This is the In-Laws Podcast from 1718 Media. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating if you enjoy the show. My name is Arthur. I'm Philip. And I'm John. First thing I wanted to talk about <clears throat> is Christmas gifts. Okay. <laughs> I don't like them. Um, and it's not really like that I don't like gifts, you know? It's more of a the idea of forced gifts. Mm. And they add stress to an otherwise very nice and stress-free holiday, you know, that's centered mm. around family time and, you know, celebrating jesus and other things delicious food but the gifts add stress because now you're like you gotta think about your whole damn family well i don't technically because we draw names but <laughs> you know it's like it, you you gotta stress about getting people gifts and you're, usually you're taking, you wait till the last minute taking second looks at your bank account you're just like ah yeah you're just like <laughs> is this really like this really what we want yeah, for ourselves I understand. I understand but i love yeah. i love spontaneous gifts sure know? when you actually think of someone or you see something that makes that reminds you of someone, and you want to get them something, and it's it's more thoughtful. I like that yeah. kind of gift. But understand, understand. When when did forced gift giving become a thing? It's a damn wise man, bro. Those fucking. What happened them, to just the gold and the myrrh? Like, why don't you just show up and celebrate? <laughs> What happened to coming just just coming in and being the drummer boy? What happened like, to that? Like, can't we man? just have family time with freaking the Messiah? We don't have to yeah, like bring just... golden myrrh. No, I uh, <laughs> I understand both sides for sure. So, like, when it comes to like not even to dive too deep into it, but like my love language and stuff, I actually like gifts mean a lot to me, and I really like getting gifts. So I actually really enjoy the process and that that whole thing and trying to figure out what would be the best thing for people. And so, but I know everyone's different. So like other people might like, I just, their value might come from the time spent there and, you know, people serving them and whatever it might be, quality time, personal touch and stuff like that. And gifts might just be so far out of it. I also understand the idea of the kind of the forced nature of it. And I think we're also yeah. blessed too, that both of our families are really close. So like on both sides of our family, like no, no one like hates each other and that's really nice. But I understand with some people that might not be the case. And yeah. so that makes it obviously a bit more challenging, but I mean, yeah, it just be, it'd be killing my Christmas vibe, bro. Bro. You know what we should do is just draw names, right? Yeah. Like we always do. We draw names every year for the siblings and whatever. And we always, we always kind of all pitch in to get the parents something, but it's, you know, each sibling or each person has, you know, one gift to get for someone else. And then you have that coming year to get them that gift. Boom. Like the whole 365 days. Yeah. 365 just... days. Whenever. Oh, you know what? I actually like that because you have more time for it to be actually gotta, more, more thoughtful. You're not getting upcharged it? gifts in November for Christmas. You know, you're like, you could just be like, hey, you know, it's it's May 4th. And this thing came out that made me really think about what you're doing right now on May 4th, not just what you happen to be doing December 25th. Boom. But do you give them to, do you, will you give it to them like whenever you buy it or do you wait till December 25th? Nah, it's whenever you, whenever you get it. But then how's everybody going to know what you got them? They don't have to all know. That, way, that makes it even I mean, better we'll gift. Share, we'll share it in the group to, message. 
Yeah, but you're not, like, not trying to like brag about what you got. People are like, oh yeah, I'm the one who got the really good thing that everyone is really happy about kind of a thing. It's just like, no, this is the whole goal is for me to get you a personal gift that you enjoy and I enjoy your reaction to. So you do that one-on-one with the person. Oh, it's Boom. more intimate. Boom. Boom. But I also like, Boom. I like to see what other people get other people because like but you still got Laura's, birthdays and anniversaries and all that stuff well those are force though I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're bored you freak I, guess, <laughs> I know you already have your gift you got another year on this earth now i gotta like, get you something that's you woke more up force. this morning come on bro i mean we have like at least three gift giving holidays per year if you count like uh per person valentine's day and shit or what what other gifts you give? Yeah, true. Valentine's, birthday, Christmas, Christmas, Hanukkah. No, I'm just kidding. Diwali, <laughs> Diwali. Yeah. The, just, um, I, I do like to see. I do like to see what other people get. You know, other people because, like, my wife Laura, she always gets like these really good gifts, and I'm like, damn, I I know that about that person, and I know they like that, but you went the next step and you you like got something that represents what that person likes and yeah. you got it for them it's almost like you really know that person yeah. like yeah. you know that person enough and then you care about that person to where you always think about you know when you see something you think about them yeah and then yeah. you go and get it that's that's for me the hardest part is because <laughs> I feel like I know people, but then in the moment, I'm like, oh, man, I, I bet they would really like that. But then I don't take that next step to go get it. Yeah. And that's why then you're, um, yeah, that's why the, the proposition you guys have for doing it throughout, you know, 365 days would just be so bad for me. I just need to, like, <laughs> li- wait for December and I'll, like, just be thinking about it. I, I could just focus on that one little part. So you need the pressure. Then, well, I guess to, I need to an pressure, extent we yeah. all do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we gotta wait till the last minute. <laughs> yeah. Here's, I guess, here's what it is: is if we created more of like a a culture of generosity throughout the year, it wouldn't be this once a year spend half your income and everyone's stressed and rushing the stores kind of a thing. If it was more like, you know what, I've been thinking about you. Here's something, you know, I think you would enjoy in mid February, your birthday, of course. You know, people are going to celebrate you, and that's going to happen. And then Christmas isn't this like, oh my gosh, I haven't done anything or talked to my family for an entire year, but now I have to get them a gift. That I think that kind of weird pressure is. Yeah less healthy than just you know and i think we do it a good way like the drawing names helps because then you at least do have you know two or three months by the time we draw it to think about that person and try to figure something out but i totally understand though the thing is like i know that in december like i know all you know throughout the whole year that in december i'm gonna have to get somebody something not i'm gonna have to get somebody something but this is the time of the year that we go out and we buy things for people because of something that happened you know, way back when, and like I can got prepare normalized. for it. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I can prepare for it, and it's the it's the perfect time. Like it's it's the end of the year when you want to. Like I guess the way I think about it is, most people want to spend that money because they want to get like tax write offs and stuff. And I think that's why all these like they have all these sales and stuff because it's kind of getting pushed that people they want you to spend money at the end of the year so you can mm-hmm. kind of bring up your tax write-offs or anything or or you know mm. something like i i definitely think it has to do with that too there's two like you were saying john like there is something to also like seeing other people get things that they enjoy and i think that's part of it for me again me for someone who like 
just innately values gift giving and receiving more. It might mean more to me than it does to anyone else, but I do. There is something about the vibe of everyone sitting there. And it's not even about what you're getting or the person that you bought for getting something, but just seeing someone else open up something and then just light up because you know the next year is going to be you know somewhat better because of something that they now have. Like that's that's pretty dope. True. True. Yeah. I guess, like, like the only the only bad thing about this time of year is those damn commercials that they have when it's like in the arms of <laughs> the Sarah angel. McLaughlin or whatever. Yeah, they have Do they those still like show kittens. those. Uh yeah, dude. At they Sundance, have those like kittens. No, they have those. They're like commercials, and they have those kittens with <laughs> no, like crust about. all over their eyes, and the dog that looks like it hasn't eaten in like a month, and you're just Shit. like feel all bad, and you're like, all right. I'm going to get you something, but I'm also going to go buy me, a, uh, go adopt me a dog now. <laughs> Bro, that no one has the energy to take care of right now. <laughs> Shit. Moral of the story is um, gifts take away from all the beautiful lights. They take away from the beauty of Christmas as a whole. I'm just kidding. No, I like it. I see, <laughs> I see the appeal. Um, <laughs> I'm like you would. I'm a, you would be like, no, give me them. Give me them AirPods or give me those AirPod Max. I'd be like, cut but, CBS. <laughs> but for all gifts. the uh, <laughs> for all the people who want to get me gifts, feel free. Um, yeah. <laughs> I ain't stressed ex- about that. Just don't expect reciprocation right now. <laughs> that doesn't stress me out too much, to be honest. I don't mind opening them. Yo, I'm fine receiving. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Apple because they. Announced the full $549, damn near $600 AirPods. Jeez. The AirPods Max, the over the ear headphones that are insanely overpriced. Insanely. I don't know. I feel like Apple's trying to turn themselves into a luxury brand or something mm-hmm. more and more as the years go on. But then again, I, I don't know. I feel like they're trying to strike like a some type of balance where they still make like their affordable products that work really well and they know people will buy um in very large numbers yeah and then they put something out like this that they know is just for like the people Elite. who are willing to <laughs> yeah basically people who are willing to 1%. spend spend that that price or give into that price tag yeah it's definitely that uh, definitely that guy that goes and sits at the coffee shop with like his ipad right here it's just day trading there with Mac. his airpods yeah. <laughs> Yeah, his 16-inch MacBook Pro right here, his like iPhone with a stand right here, his freaking iPhone glasses that haven't even come out yet, and then his the prototypes Maxes, bro. And he's just like, you know, not even doing anything important. He's just on Facebook or YouTube, yeah. <laughs> just writing his blog or something. No, bro. It's what's kind of funny is I. It's so ridiculously overpriced. Like you can get a phenomenal, phenomenal pair of no- like best of the best pair of noise canceling whatever headphones, best tech for like three to four hundred dollars. That's crazy oh, expensive yeah. already. Like, like those are the best of the best with AI algorithms and all, all this crazy stuff. And so five fifty to me is just pretty obnoxious for it to not even be like a studio pair of headphones. Like there's like twelve hundred dollar pair of headphones that I could use in the studio, but that's a different world. You're not like making any money off of it. These are just a pair of wireless headphones but what's crazy to me is i feel like our view on luxury pricing because of apple probably is a bit warped because what has happened is now a cheap like phone that anyone can have access to is 700 bucks dude 
Right. Like that's a stupid, or, and even like the cheap air, like they made the AirPods and when the AirPods first came out, they were stupid expensive. People are like, no way I could get all of these other headphones for 50 bucks, a hundred bucks, 160, 170 bucks is crazy expensive. And then they, all they did was release one that was better for 250 and 160 was so cheap. No one even thought about it. Everyone's getting Air, the old AirPods now. 250 is now the new normal. And then 50 yeah. comes out and everyone's like, oh, 550 is ridiculous. I could drop now like 200, 225 on AirPod Pros. And so I feel like we have just have such a warped view on pricing because of Apple, where it's like all they have to do is like, bro, the 5S was like a $600 phone. And that was the top of the line. Everything in it had all the crazy tech, you know, introducing Siri and all that stuff. Like, that was the top of the line. Now they don't make a, a phone under 700 bucks. Yeah. And the top is, but all they had to do is make a $1,200 phone and $700 cheap. Yeah. I feel like their long-term strategy is honestly just to keep up in their price slowly, but surely to where it's not a, a major deal for us, Yeah, but they still get more money every year, you know, bro. Cause now all they have to do that they've done the, and they've done this with devices before too. And Tesla kind of does this too. They introduce this crazy, like mother of a product. And then they sell like the most expensive one first and then dumb it down. So everyone can have access to it. I feel yeah. like they might do something similar where they have these, mm. um, over ear headphones. And then in a year or two years, they'll have the AirPod, I don't know, on-ear headphones for 300 And people are like, oh, yeah, that's the same as Beats. It's the same as whatever. It's the same as Bose. And everyone will want to get it. And so, I mean, it's just interesting the way we look at it. Uh, they're doing that, like, ABC package where, like, A is super expensive, C is dumb cheap, and then B is, like, where they want you to do it. That's where everyone wants to do it. It's like their third offer kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. they. I remember back when they had, like, I guess the same earphones that it comes with for free. Or not for mm -hmm. free, pay for it, you know. Right. But those earphones used to be like $180 and I was like thinking Bro. about getting them because they were like shaped in a certain way that they fit in your ear a little different. And they like mm -hmm. blocked out noise, which they didn't because <laughs> I have them now and they don't. <laughs> but they were 160 bucks back then. Wait, and it's the like, Apple ones? Now they're giving you free. Yeah, the ones that they give you um, just with any phone or both like with the new phones, the way they're like kind of shaped a little differently. Like because back in the day, they used to have just those circle ones mm -hmm, right, that yeah. were like flat on one end. Yeah. And those, those were like were 30 bucks 50, or something. Yeah. yeah, like, something, yeah like something around there, but they weren't 160 because those ones that they give you for free are 160. But they There's were no way those are 160, free. bro. I was about to buy some. My dumb ass so was about I to buy sell some. the ones that came with my <laughs> damn phone. Well, I mean, they're not going to be using those. <laughs> I don't be using those. <laughs> Dude, I actually thought yeah. I lost my AirPods the other day. <clears throat> no. I freaking, um, I was like upset for the whole morning and then I ended up finding them under my seat in my car <laughs> <laughs> did you do like to find your airpods yeah and they said they were like in a different location like oh, I hate you know that. and i was like oh my, i must have left them there and Shit. maybe just dropped them on the ground something like without noticing and someone just grabbed them and that's it and they only what i didn't know is that the location only updates when you use them or the last time that they were connected mm. to your wow. phone which only happens when you put them in yeah. So it was just telling me the last place that basically I had put them back in the case. And that's Damn. the location it was telling me. But I was freaking out, dude. Because, I mean, the, my first AirPods I had for like three years, no problems. And then these I've only had for three months. And I thought I lost them. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, that's wild, dude. I, I wonder. What's crazy is I know that the Maxes will sell out. And it'll be just this group of people that don't even care about the headphone. They just want 
the expensive Mac product or Apple product. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because again, you can you can get better headphones. Maybe they don't connect a, a second faster like these do, and they don't have uh, magnetic mm. ear, you know, muffs or whatever the hell. But <laughs> it's like any dude that I see wearing that, I feel like I just know. Not that I, if I, you know, had millions in disposable, I'd probably buy them. Who cares? But it's like, I just, it's just going to be people yeah. who have kind of FU tech money to just like. <laughs> I was going to say, though, that the only advantage they really have is the hardware like connecting very easily to their other right. products and just it's kind of instant yeah but yeah. other than that i mean i was reading about them and there's nothing special about them like they're they're noise noise canceling they're designed pretty well they're probably comfortable yeah. yeah but they don't have a major advantage over any other similar bro headphone for apple it's language too so you hear them they're like we've got this mesh weave adjustable band i'm like bro that's been in headphones since like yes. freaking the 80s nasa headsets <laughs> like these little adjustable mesh bands like i'm weak why are you marketing that yeah i always see those like i guess kind of comparisons where they're like oh and apple now has like face recognition it's like well android had that like two years ago or <laughs> apple has this new thing that they're saying is new but you know something somebody else had it like a couple years ago mm -hmm. it's kind of the same thing with these it's like they're just kind of putting they're they're making them look really nice. Like they do look more aesthetically pleasing. It's one thing they than do really any other well. Over ear, right? And like you know the, the button layout, and I I kind of saw that they had that little wheel on top, which mm -hmm. is kind of cool because you don't have like these are these Bose ones who were like probably like three hundred bucks back mm -hmm. when I first bought them, and they work really well. They're noise canceling. They connect well. They sound good. Um, but like they don't look as like when I when I saw those Maxes, I was like, dude, those look like expensive yeah. headphones like yeah when you when you look at them they have like different um what are these i don't know what these little brace things are these you know over the head ones like whatever. like you were saying like it's it's this new aesthetic that they're bringing to the market and it's like well yeah, yeah it does they're do they are kind of like bringing like a new look to it i mean Long story short, I'll be buying them pretty soon. But it's yeah, kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, that being said, my pre-order should come in in two weeks. But. <laughs> it's so funny though, because you remember, you remember when iPods first came or no, AirPods, AirPods first came out, and they had like all those like they had what's that guy's name? Uh, he has a YouTube video, and he's like, you know, dudes with AirPods, and it's like, oh, oh sorry, Trevor buddy, Wallace, I know Trevor Wallace. Broke. Yeah. Yes, dude. I <laughs> Sorry, that. buddy. I don't speak broke. It's like yeah. you do kind of look at those guys like that, but you're like, uh, I kind of want one. Too. I think originally you did. Now the now I feel like kind of everyone's walking around with them. You know. Well, you yeah, know, he made a second video with the AirPod Pros. Oh. And it was and he was laughing about and he would look at people people oh, with the normal ones or the oh first you've ones? got that long stem or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, yours aren't sticking out. It'd be like, oh, sorry, I wasn't listening to you through my <laughs> noise canceling. Noise yeah. canceling, dude. This is freaking. It's gonna be the same thing when these come out. He'll probably. I bet you makes another video. Oh, be 100%. Like, oh, your headphones still fit in your ears. Weird. <laughs> and the funniest thing about those videos when he first made them. He wasn't even using AirPods. He was using the original <laughs> Apple headphones with the wire cut off. <laughs> he didn't he even spend the me. money. He didn't even own the pods, man. Yo, I'm weak. Oh my yeah, that god, that's hilarious. They did say it had like 20 hours of battery life. I don't know how that. I have wireless over here headphones I use in the gym, and they're they're okay. They're like 50 bucks. That or is 100 insane. Bucks. That's 20 that's hours a, of battery. That's a lot. I mean, if I go to the gym, I do an hour workout. That means I could not charge that thing for an entire month if I do five workouts <laughs> a week four weeks out of the month like that's pretty crazy like that's a, i don't know how that compares to be honest but that's that's a lot of 
listen. I don't to know it. how it compares to other similar priced or or over the ear headphones, but yeah, I think I know those are eighteen hours. Oh, okay, okay. Well, because I just know that these little AirPods or the the Pro AirPods last like about five. So yeah, that's a pretty uh, significant difference. But these well, are also tiny batteries. Yeah, uh, they're tiny. Tiny batteries and the more tech that you're using, like the more you're actually having to use energy to silence other noises and whatever else, the more like the bigger your drivers are for the bass, the more you're going to have to use. Yeah. Yeah. But. So I'm probably going to get mine in like a space gray. So, <laughs> <laughs> bro, I just, I want to, y'all ever watch like Unbox Therapy on YouTube? Oh, yeah. Bro, yeah. sometimes oh, I just want to. This he like just did a video on some new like eighty five, eighty seven inch OLED eight K TV, and he just he'll buy everything himself to review it. But of course, he makes it back in the thirty million views he gets on each video. Yeah, and it's just in like they just buy everything. So the you know or they're given everything. Yeah, it's just insane. At That'd that point, life. like once they establish themselves, like him and uh, Marquez. Yeah, Marquez Brownlee. Yeah. They have a like it. The companies benefit so much by them reviewing mm, their products, bro, so they're yeah. probably just being sent every new product. Oh yeah, just to test out, man. That's the life. Yeah. That's it happens life. in like every market, honestly. Because <clears throat> I follow a bunch of like truck guys, like Tacoma guys, because I drive mm -hmm. a Tacoma, and um, there's this guy, and he was just like, you know, he made a video on everything he added to his truck, and uh, I guess he started making YouTube videos of him like driving his truck and you know going you know on adventures and stuff in. Toyota actually like flew him out to like uh, some desert in in uh, Nevada. They let the, they let him drive like the 2021 Tacoma with like supercharged all these other things, and they <clears> let <throat> him make a video on it. Damn. And they kind of like oh, they also flew a chef out there for him. And so like when he was camping, like he would like they're trying to cater to these yeah overland people, like this, this yeah. kind of niche, whatever, right? And so they got this guy who kind of is like the head of that niche, and um. Yeah, they they just like they got him a chef. They got him a new like they got him to drive the new car, and it's man, it was nice. That's like that's like the only level of influence I care to get to. Like I just want to get to a place <laughs> where companies can like send me different steaks to try out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like just send me a few like ribeyes and mignons, and we'll get to town. But like mignons, <laughs> mignons, you know that what I'm saying? Be nice, bro. Yeah. That's the life. We just gotta start that reviewing shit. I think. Yeah, that would definitely be if I had to do that in some area, I would definitely do that on like gear. Like I don't mm. like computer products maybe, but definitely like gear and like I'm talking like like adventure gear, like to go yeah. backpacking or something. Like that'd be yeah. my niche. Bro. Yeah. <clears throat> or Nike. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Fucking Nike better sign me, bro. I have like dumb nike stuff from like years and years ago that i could just be like hey man i've had this i'm doing a five-year review on I it i got like, this vintage ass <laughs> nike shirt yes i got these roshi ones from 2016 <laughs> i think we can bring them back make them trendy again oh god let's freaking talk about austin um i'm hearing more and more about austin kind of becoming like Bro. the new silicon valley um or oracle which is a big uh, a tech company is migrating their headquarters to Austin. And then I was also reading this article uh, basically about COVID-19 and remote work and how it's making Austin a magnet for new jobs in mm. general. But one line that stuck out to me in the, the article was, for every person who moved to the Bay Area from Austin between April and October, 
2.9 people moved in the other direction. So it's almost like Dang. three times more people or yeah, three times more people are moving to Austin from there than than the other way around. Bro. And so I feel that like sucks. There's <laughs> tons of people and companies coming to Austin. And I feel like us three are kind of in the perfect spot cuz we're about an hour away, but we don't mm-hmm. got to deal with the uh <laughs> yeah, the, the influx the and I feel wow. like it'll also benefit surrounding areas. So, you know, San Antonio will definitely benefit from it as well. We'll but. get some residual people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, did, didn't uh, didn't Elon move to Texas as well? Here, yes. building a, a gigafactory near Travis. Yeah, yeah. I believe. Okay. Yeah. But he actually moved yeah. as well, yeah. personally. Yeah. Which is a big deal. And he, Joe Rogan's right. here. Like A lot of major figures. Who? <laughs> uh, John Fuego. John, oh. uh, John, 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 here. Y'all heard of him? <laughs> name didn't, name didn't really ring a bell. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, that's that's kind of nuts. Like, I, it's I want to. It's hard to say, or it's hard to picture what Austin will look like in even like ten years. Oof, it'll be. This is going to be just so much different with all the um, with all the other influences from like California is just super different. Yeah, because of the people that are there, and now they're moving over here. Like Texas is going to be a lot different, which I'm kind of fine with. You know, more more change, more people. It's only going to benefit us in some certain yeah. way. Yeah, I'm looking forward to like more different kinds of businesses too. Like it's hard, like it's really hard here in San Antonio because like being healthy is not a thing. Like being like fitness culture is not a thing. Health culture is not a thing. Even like music, there's obviously a big music scene in Austin, which is why more like more entertainers and stuff are moving there too. But like music's not big here much at all. Um, there's, there's just not a lot going on. People don't care about much here, I feel like. So there's not a lot of new like healthy restaurants, not a lot of new, I don't know, just like trendy, cool places to go to. And yeah. it's be- it's becoming more and more. I know they're trying to build up like the Pearl and Southtown and even kind of up where we are towards the Northwest. They're trying to do some stuff, but it still is just like, they're just like putting in nicer looking KFCs. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's still just like, I'm like, I want some new, like crazy business that just kind of shocks the system, you know, some huge tech skyscraper or something like. Yeah. Or like Tilcast headquarters. Hey. Yeah, I was thinking something like that. Maybe like hey. a... Like a dope we'll take, studio space. We'll probably just take over that frost building, throw the seven. That's what I'm saying. Bet, bet. That's what I'm saying. We'll kick out a few small businesses. <laughs> just take over. <laughs> just take, move your bank elsewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I be, I, I'm trying to think of what the negative, um, like the negative aspects of it are, if any. I mean, there's probably some. Like I know people are mostly leaving California because of like the crazy taxes and. costs of just everything so but this will probably make the same thing happen in austin as time goes on no Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. that's right that's the only thing i can really think of is that there's going to be you know more more infrastructure needed more roads we're going to have to keep up with them more because they're being used a lot more yeah you know we're going to want to probably going to want to get some you know uh some sort of like centralized transportation system yeah you know you know better than a bus and that's gonna you know be expensive but um what i think we should do you know texas governors if you're listening um (laughs) we should have a coming coming to texas tax like if you're coming from california to texas (laughs) you're gonna get taxed at least for the first five years (laughs) you're here (laughs) 
shit. Bro, they'll, then just, they'll just, they'll just go to Seattle. Or, yeah. They'll just like, go next door. Like, <laughs> they'll go somewhere else. Just hop over to Vegas. It's like your first year, it goes from 13% to 5% state. And everyone will be okay. But like, okay, we're still saving, you know, 8%, but then we'll be free the next time. But we get an extra, like, I don't know, 12 billion in revenue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should get, like, hey, grandfathered in somewhere. Bro, if Elon's moving to Austin, he should just establish boring tunnels. Okay, that's that was going to be my next thing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like every cool thing he would do would be in California, right? They would, they were, they would do testing and stuff in, in L.A., right. And we were just like, okay, sounds cool, but we don't benefit from it. But now, you know, hopefully he starts doing some crazy shit here. I want to, I want some tunnels. I want yeah, some yeah. tunnels. Right from San Antonio to Austin. Hey, a tunnel from there. Hey, hey. Let's get that would be legit, bro. For not, just because thirty-five sucks, dude. It's like three lanes <laughs> on one of the biggest highways in the nation, and they're doing like fifty-year yeah. period construction. So. <laughs> bro, they're still working on the first overpass by the Forum. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and they got like. like they got 14 more to go down the highway. Bro, Jesus. There's hey. really nowhere else. There's really nowhere else that's like a really big city, you know, within an hour of each other. Because you think yeah. Austin, Dallas, Houston, yeah. like those are all like really far away. Like we're really the only one. And like I know people that commute from Austin to San Antonio like every single day. Like yeah. It's got to be really bad. You know, one of my coworkers... Yeah. Thankfully, now we're working for remote, so he doesn't have to do it. But every single day, he would get to, to work at six in the morning. I'm like, dude, you must have had to leave at like four thirty or five or something. Man, that's crazy. That's yeah, that is crazy. To the point too, we were talking about earlier, even with just like population density and prices going up. I think what will happen more so than all of a sudden Austin becomes, you know, New York, which a lot of people talk about. It'll become LA. It'll become New York. Kind of the same thing. All of a sudden, there's six million people there, and it's crazy expensive. I think what's interesting about the San Antonio to Austin region is it's kind of all one big weird like metropolitan area. And so I feel like a lot of what will happen, what's good about San Antonio is, you know, San Antonio is like 70 miles across. And so I think what will happen is we don't have this huge built up inner city like a lot of places do. We have a really spread out, you know, city. I think more of like the Kyle, you know, Buda kind of area, San Marcos, North Rock, a lot of that will start to build up more, more so than just central Austin becoming this insane place. I know even like a lot of the people that are moving here who have the money to are moving out towards Lake Travis, you know, towards kind of the outskirts of, of yeah. Austin, not necessarily going downtown and everything becomes, you know, 6,000 a month apartments down there, like what's happened in LA and San Francisco and stuff. Right. Yeah. Austin, so like Austin is kind of expensive, though. Because it is, it's double the price here for yeah, what you get. Here, yeah. Uh, I can't remember who sent it. I don't know. It was your dad or something, but they sent like a house that was in Austin and it was like 500,000. And literally, the house was like 700 square feet. Like it was a new <laughs> modern looking house, but it was like seven, 800 square feet and it was 500,000. I was like, dude, that is insane. Damn. You're literally just buying the plot of land. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you get, you get a lot for that here, a lot for that. But I want to be I want to be surprised. I know a lot between here, like on 35 from San Antonio to Austin, there's a lot of like industrial warehouses and stuff like that. But I wouldn't be surprised if some of that just gets built up and people come in and realize that they had a 1,200 square foot home in San Francisco for $1.8 million and move here and like, oh, this house is $600,000. I could pay for that in cash with half my job in a few months. Yeah. Like, it's so crazy. And then next thing you know, they have an apartment downtown that they just, you know, spend some time down there, but then they have a house in Kyle for the family and the art, you know, whatever. Like, I feel like more of that's going to start happening because people have money that are moving here because they're moving from, I mean, there's a, a big influx of people from Jersey, um, New York that are moving 
either to like Florida or here or Vegas and stuff like that. And just because of the standard of living is so different. And so they're used to paying, you know, seven, eight thousand dollars a month for a home if they wanted or a townhouse in Soho or something like that. And they come here and they realize what seven thousand dollars a month gets you. And they're like, dude, why would I not live just kind of on the outskirts here in a five thousand oh, square yeah. foot place? And I feel like the one thing holding people back was the community. But now that sure. Austin is just basically turned into a, like a mini you know, right. LA or, or San Francisco. Yeah. Now we have the, you know, the creators, the influencers, the talent, you know, every, yep. it's like its own little thing. And that was like the one thing they needed to make that move. For sure. So yeah. I think, um, kind of a side note, one of the things, like people are coming here from California are going to have a lot of things, new things to worry about. Like we have oh, the heat, we have, <laughs> well, yeah, they have the heat. Like we have people carrying guns. We have, uh, like, <laughs> oh, shit. Texas is like, well, I know San Antonio is, I'm not sure about Austin, but San Antonio is like the hub for, um, like allergies. Like we're in like this oh, region yeah. where we just get, we get like this circular wind and it just stirs up everything. And like, if you don't have allergies before you got here, like you will have them when you get here. And so I don't know what doctors deal with allergies, but damn people are going to be making some dough. <laughs> They're all moving Bro. over here too, that's for sure. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I know. He's like, hey, this is a spot to be. We had no clients in freaking Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro, we got we got tiger ownership here. We've kind of got a couple things going for us. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I, that's like the uh, the main flaw, I think, is the weather. Or, for sure. For someone who's like weighing the pros and cons, I would say yeah. it's definitely... Mm-hmm. Probably the top of the list. You know, 100 yeah. degree is not intriguing for anybody. For 80% of the year. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. And then they're going to go to the beach and be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> this ain't this isn't a beach. This isn't a beach. <laughs> Who's been shitting in this water? That's what, <laughs> yeah. what are all these freaking blue bloppy things on top of the <laughs> beach? <laughs> uh, have you all gotten a chance to listen to uh, Man on the Moon 3? Yes. Not, I have not yet, uh, dude. Yeah, I had it on in the background. The first, like, I want to say, like, the first six songs, I was feeling it. Man, um, I am so happy. Didn't like it? Oh, you no, did? I was I'm like, dude, s- I liked it, man. I'm so happy, bro. Like, if I feel like this is the perfect, perfect continuation of the mm. series. And I, I honestly hope like- there's a man on move four and five and six and seven and eight and nine. Uh, because I feel like the first two were, like, man, just iconic in my mind. And they were almost yeah. 10 freaking years ago. That's crazy. That those came out, and he, I love that he even this many years later he was able to like hone in on that that sound and kind of go back to his roots and do like a really freaking good job at it. Yeah, just feels yeah, good was, to hear him rapping again. Yeah, I was gonna say it definitely like almost sounds like it definitely sounds like number three. Like it sounds like it's yeah. coming right after number one and two. Um, that sounds kind of weird to say like duh, it's number three. It comes after one and two. <laughs> like the sound of it. It yeah. sounds exactly like where he was progressing that sound. You know, he went off on like these little different side projects that just, they didn't sound, I guess that's kind of like what his vibe was at that time, but they, they weren't man on the moon sounds. And you can, mm-hmm. like, it's really weird, but you can tell the difference oh, yeah. of like where his head was and like, it's, it's trippy, it's trippy good rap. Like, I like it. Oh yeah. And I Psychedelic, feel like he, I mean. he got to a point where he, um, he, because he actually talked about this in a in a new interview he did with Zane Lowe, but he got to a point where he felt like he wasn't being respected as like a an MC in mm. rap, 
which made him kind of stray from hip the hip hop genre in general. Yeah. And now he said one of his focuses, and actually Travis Scott had a lot to do with this when he was in the studio one time with Travis. And Travis told him like, dude, for me it's like hearing you rap, like you know, like the bars is like what we like. And then Kid Cudi kind of took that to heart because he was like, okay, if Travis is saying it, that's what the kids want to hear. <laughs> right, right. You yeah. know what I mean? So he, he went into this album kind of going back to focusing on like raps, basically. And not only that, obviously, with him, you get like amazing humming and freaking mm-hmm. choruses and all kinds of interesting sounds. Great hooks, and stuff. Dude. Yeah. So I love that he found that balance again. And he, I mean, he has a song that I thought I would never hear him on that kind of track. And it's the one with Pop Smoke and uh, uh, Skepta. It's like almost like a trappy drill beat in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And that was kind of crazy that that was on there. But, and I I honestly don't even love that song, but it was just interesting to hear him on that, that kind of song. Yeah. Even just like, I've only heard like a few clips of it as I've been like, hearing people talk about it but i haven't just gone through the album yet but from what i've heard it just feels like refreshingly like classic him with like you've kind of been talking about it's like this is definitely him you can hear him throughout the whole thing but at the same time still has the modern edge that makes it relevant to me like a lot of i mean if you think about it dude a lot of kids these days like these 14 15 16 year olds that are kind of setting the tone for music right now they don't know who this guy is you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's like it's not as relevant to him. So for him to still be able to cross that bridge and all of us and our, our generation get hyped for it, but still have relevant enough music that is still going to make the charts. It's still going to be in freaking TikTok and whatever else. But it's it's definitely going to set the tone. Like he did a really good job from the few clips that I have heard of yeah. creating that balance between what's classic to him, what is still his you know musical identity, and still kind of pushing the envelope of what people yeah. want things to sound like now. Yeah, I didn't expect that honestly. I didn't expect yeah. him to embrace you know, a track like the one I was talking about with Pop Smoke. And I mean, you know, like Trippy Red is on there, which is a young, yeah, not up and coming anymore. He's kind of more established. Now, but, yeah. but I mean, and that's like one of my favorite songs on there, the one with Trippy Red. And it's minimal, very minimal f- amount of features. There's only four other people, you know, on the whole album um, out of 18 songs. So he, it's mostly just him, but I feel like the, the features that are there are like, just the perfect amount yeah i'm just overall freaking i'm i love this album that's refreshing to see too because if i feel like a lot of artists nowadays feel like they they can't hold their own with an album and sell it based on the fact that people are only here on this album to listen to you they have to have like literally i mean some albums that have come out it's like literally every song is a feature with someone else and i know some people want to hear the features they want to hear this person with that person and, and they want that vibe but I mean, everyone wants to hear Drake and Scott, you know, everyone, you know, people yeah. kind of live for that. But at the same time to kind of create a project with the understanding, like, no, if people listen to this, they're here because of me. That takes like a lot of like confidence. That, that's mm-hmm. a, bold, a bold move nowadays in the age of features. That's very true. Yeah. yeah you see a lot of feature stacked albums these days. Oh, yeah. It, uh, every, every, everything just looks like a DJ Khaled <laughs> album. It's just four <laughs> artists per track. Damn. Yeah, those are nuts. <laughs> Yeah, I'm giving it a two thumbs up. Yeah, 100%. It's like, it's one of those one of those albums where you can just kind of listen through and it's like, there's not really any misses. Like, at least for me, obviously Dang. it depends on your taste. Sure. But it's just an, a very easy listen to just either shuffle or just play through and you'll, you'll definitely enjoy it, I think. So. That's dope. 
the perfect trilogy. Hopefully, maybe there's more, but I feel like maybe not. If this is the finale, then I'm happy with it. What do they call it for? A quilogy? That's what I was just going to say. A, uh, <laughs> I was like, a quad, so quadigy. Quadily? A quadigy? Quadigy. Quilogy? I like the way that sounds, actually. A quintilogy or quad, quad, quadrilogy? <laughs> quad, quadrilogy. Yes. I don't know. My brain hurts. Let's, let's spend the next five minutes talking about that. Yeah, let's think about that. Cause <laughs> let's think about that really hard because I just found out that chess players, you know, throughout the whole day of playing chess at a tournament burned 6,000 calories or one player at least burned 6,000 calories playing chess. That's insane, bro. Because of their to brain? Play? Or just moving because your hands just back and thinking. forth? Because well, I mean, sweating those, and shit. Those moves aren't that, I mean, you're just moving a little piece, you know, maybe two or three spots, but it has to be, I want to say that it's It has to be stress-related or something. Or stre- yeah, yeah, that shit. too, because you're, you're constantly thinking, I'm, I'm sure you, like, that has to bring on some anxiety, some stress, you have <laughs> adrenaline pumping, you're trying to stay awake, you're trying to like focus on everything. Yeah. And Jeez. Burning that much calories is crazy, man. That seems like it, that might be like the extreme amount, though, right? That's yeah. I mean, so this is somebody. This is somebody that was playing a tournament, you know, eight hours, and he was sitting down, and he was just constantly playing for eight hours. And he was like tracking it on his Apple Watch or what? No, no, no. That's, <laughs> they, somebody like hooked up to him, like they, some uh, some university to study on this guy. I guess they were noticing that these chess players were losing weight and all they were doing just sitting down you know moving these little pieces they weren't doing anything extraneous like you would think like you know running a mile or something and so these guys decided to track a chess player throughout his whole day at a tournament and they found out that he was burning six thousand calories yeah they say it's due to tripled breathing rates elevated blood pressure and muscle contractions jeez there you go buddy and say that, that can't be healthy. <laughs> that, well, think about this. Like the contrast to that is um, if you do an hour bicycle ride, you do like out of your, you know, four zones. If you, if you keep it in the third zone, which is mm-hmm. almost pretty much the highest, you do that for an hour, you'll probably burn around eight to a thousand, 800 to a thousand calories. Sure. And that's just pumping your legs hard as you can for an hour. And these guys are just sitting there thinking moving little pieces over and like that's insane i gotta tell my clients some different shit then (laughs) (laughs) think really hard about what you're doing take up up chess yeah they show up and you just sit at a table with a chess board like this bro that's like some mr (laughs) miyagi shit you thought you were getting one thing sit down (laughs) sit down (laughs) ponda b4 bitch I don't know. That doesn't make sense. But That's probably not even a move. That's I don't know. Not a move. I know no, nothing. I don't, actually, it might be. It sounds about four. right. Actually. You can move it's, it up twice. Yeah. I, I definitely like heard it. that line in the Queen's Gambit. Uh, for sure. For sure. I know a lot just because of the Queen's Gambit. <laughs> <laughs> trying to pay that open Sicilian. Yeah. But honestly, I was trying to like think if that has ever happened to me. And I, I've been studying pretty hard this week. And. I was looking at my my sleep pattern and I usually get like an hour of like deep sleep. Like I'll usually hit my REMs and stuff and I'll get like an hour of my deep sleep. But this week or this this whole week I got like an hour and a half to two hours. So I don't know, man, I'm burning some calories today, buddy. Oh shit. Your brain be tired, bro. Which yeah, when you see somebody gaining weight, I'm like, ah, oh, you're not thinking hard enough, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Maybe that's the key to everything. You need to focus on something. Come on. Think harder. 
Just do better, bro. <laughs> do some school. I, bro, I loved Andrew Andrew Yang's slogan. It was math, right? Kind of yeah. make, make America, America think, think harder. Oh, yeah, think harder. <laughs> think think harder. Oh, matter. That. That's funny. That's funny. Matter. Make America matter. think again. <laughs> again, yeah. Anyways, yeah. let me drop a bomb. Did did y'all see, um... I don't yeah. know why I did that. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, a while back, this F1 driver, he got into a really bad crash. Did we talk about this already? We talked that about crashes. That, anyway, well, there was this F1 driver. I can't remember his name. It was like Romani or something. He, um, he actually, like, he got... I guess they were in a race. They were coming out of a turn. And he went across somebody's wheel and it kind of popped him up and it threw him straight into the guardrail. Mm. Well, his car, like, you know, I guess the safety feature is it breaks in half and it sends the engine and the gas one way. It's supposed mm. to work like that. But um, he hits this rail and he's like sandwiched in between the top of the rail, the bottom of the rail. And like his cockpit is kind of like in the middle of it. And his um, gas tank is actually stays with the cockpit. And so it's with him and it catches fire. And so the car's on fire and like the way the camera uh, kind of pans to it is just like, oh, but there's a crash, blah, blah, blah. And they kind of pan to it. And you see this guy like struggling to get out of his car. And so finally he gets out of the car and somebody like pulls on him and, um, you know, he find he gets out, which is like great, whatever. But then they kind of like go back to it and they're like, you know, just focusing on it to where he first hits the, uh, the guardrail. And dude was in there like for 20 seconds while the car was on fire. Jeez. And like his, he like his, his suit, I guess is rated for 20 seconds. Like, like, I guess that's their, I guess that's their, one of their features is suits rated for 20 seconds. So from uh, head to toe, his helmet as well. Um, but his gloves are only rated for 10 seconds. And so his hands like burned up real bad. Oh. So you can see him like trying to get out, like push himself out and his hands like, like he's oh, like, oh, man. my hands. And like, oh, oh. man, it was bad. Is I don't know if y'all got Oh, it was like maybe a couple weeks ago. Dang. But um, yeah, they had an interview with him, and man, it's it's so scary. So the so the actual time that he was in the in the car in the car while it was on fire was like twenty seconds, right? And he was like, yeah. it felt like a minute and a half to me. Like I remember like every single thing. So Jeez. the cars have this. So like when he when he hit the barrier, he got sandwiched in between the top and the bottom barrier. And so the cars have this thing called a halo and it goes over top so they can, uh, it's just kind of a new feature. And so that thing kind of saved his life because if he would have hit that barrier, it kind of would have decapitated him. But since that halo was there, it kind of pushed it over him. Damn. Well, he's trying to get out of the car and he, he keeps hitting the halo. He, I guess after he realizes that the car's on fire, like he said, he looked around and he was like, wait, we're, we're driving at night. Like there's no sunset. And so, like, after a couple <laughs> seconds, he's like, oh, shit, like, I'm on fire right now. And so he's, like, trying to get Jeez. out. And so he's trying to, like, get up, and he keeps hitting that halo thing. And he's like, he said he stopped, and he was like, all right, I guess, I guess this is where it ends. Like, I guess this is kind of like my, he said he, like, had this peace come over him. And he just, like, stopped fighting for, like, a couple seconds. And then after that, he was like, you know, you know like, he started thinking about his family. And he was like, you know, I got to get out of this car. And so he tries again, and finally he gets out of. He kind of like moves his body and he gets out one way and his foot stuck. He's like, oh, crap. Oh now he has God. to sit back down. Jeez, dude. And he kind of like, I guess he kind of gets that whole thing again where he's like, I guess this is how I go. And then another couple seconds goes by and he's like, no, I got to get out. Yeah, this Jeez. is the so longest 20 again. seconds of my life. Good dude. Lord. Yeah. And so 
So he's pulling on his foot trying to get it out and he notices that his hands are like burning and he's like, oh crap, my hands are burning right now. So he's pulling on his, um, on his leg trying to get it out because his foot's stuck on the pedal. So he finally gets it out. His foot comes, I mean, his shoe comes off. I'll just say his foot comes off. I was like, his I was shoe like, comes fuck. off. So he's, <laughs> I was like, man, lost a foot after all this. Oh, damn. I so understand. he finally gets his, yeah. So he finally, get, <laughs> he finally it. gets his foot out, right? And so he's trying to get out. And so he's, she can't get past his halo. And he's like, oh, crap, this is how I go again. Like, I three times I'm going to try to get out, and I can't get out. And finally, somebody just, like, pulls him. And he's like, oh, my God, somebody's here to save me. And they pull him out. He gets out. And, like, when he gets out, you could just see this, like, the smoke, like, coming off of him. He wasn't on fire, but the smoke was coming off of him. His Jeez. He was looking at his hands like he didn't have a shoe. Dude, it was it's crazy. <laughs> what the heck? That Freaking longest that, 20 that seconds ever. That was an experience. Jeez. For me, even. <laughs> like I, I'm feeling kind of a little stressed. I'm losing I some weight right now. I feel like I'm on fire, bro. I'm burning some calories right now, bro. I did that, yeah. So you guys could think about it and stress and maybe burn a few calories while you're here, you know? I'm going to lose a couple Jeez. pounds today. Yeah, I can imagine racing. That's like a crazy... Crazy People sport, like man. They like simplify. And they're like, I'm just going around in a circle. So all you got to do is like, dude, that, that's just kind of crazy. Like 200 miles an At hour. Bro, that's it. Yeah, that's wild. And you're, I mean, same thing. You're thinking the entire time, man. Mm -hmm. yeah. The other thing I'm thinking about is like, you're in these suits and these cars going fast, and I highly doubt there's any AC in there. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm never, I mean, I'm, I'm, assu I'm assuming they strip those things as clean as possible. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and like, that's got to be hot as hell. Bro. Yeah, I never even thought about that, actually. I've, I have seen some people. Um, you just on YouTube, like walk through like their like workouts and like training regimen for like for like NASCAR and stuff like that. I mean, and they train like intense, like super like crazy hit cardio, Olympic compound lifts and stuff, just because of there's no you know track you know ABS and traction control keeping you in your your spot, whatever. It's like you are controlling this car going 200 miles an hour, making those changes. Your legs are working constantly back and forth, like. It's like a, a pretty intense process. Obviously, we just see a, you know 40 cars go around in a circle for four hours. But yeah. to them, it's actually like a very rigorous kind of training you have to do to make sure you literally do have like the lung capacity and muscle endurance and are able to keep you know solid blood flow to the brain to be able to think about these things all the time. That's pretty insane, dude. Yeah, that is nuts. I don't know if I could do it. I wonder how they go pee in there. There's no way they, they don't have to go pee in there. They look uh, like this themselves. Depends. Actually, sponsored by I Depends. These these <laughs> desert racers, uh, they go on these like twenty four hour like desert races, and they have like catheters stuck inside their penises, <laughs> and they have like bladder bags strapped to their legs, so they can just like bro, that's so be extra. drinking fluids. <laughs> There's like, a better way, bro. Just do a shorter race. Like, <laughs> yeah, just cut it by eight hours and we'll all have a good time. Like, just don't drink for a while. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Oh, uh, I can't not. Uh, no. Listen, no. People are weird. They people put some weird. lube on it, you know. <laughs> okay. <but laughs> they make it's it easy. so weird. This is like... The useless facts that I have in my mind, like that stay rent free, like bro, you <laughs> how say it's they go useless. And, you say it's useless until you do like a, a super Ironman for 130 miles. 
Right. So you okay. do a and you're in, and you're in second place, and that dude's only like a quarter mile ahead of you. But you got to go. And you say, "I'm really glad I got to pipe up my." <laughs> and and I can and I can just go. You know to add saying? to those useless facts, for some reason, I know how a uh, snowballing off of that. <laughs> a fight- <laughs> for some reason, I know how a fighter pilot goes to the restroom uh, when they're hundreds of thousands of feet in the air. They have these little bags that have beads in them, and they just piss in the they piss in these bags. Or they actually they have to put it on autopilot so it stays you know level, and then they start pissing Makes in these sense. bags. The the um the pebbles that are inside they expand, and so it doesn't splash everywhere, which is. Oh, and then women, they have, like, diapers. <laughs> Bro, imagine you just hit some turbulence, though. And you're just like, oh, shit. Stuff Jump! starts flying everywhere. <laughs> bro, like... Or, like, imagine, do, like, in space, bro. Like, do you ever imagine you just want to, like, go out in the open and just start slapping it around or something? Like, it's a little... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that would what actually be slap it around, nice. buddy? <laughs> no, just, like, you know, it's just kind of... I mean, y'all seen some space movies. It's just kind of there, like, these little... Just little gloops. <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of want to. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Maybe volley with someone for a while. I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. The water ball, like the water thing, right? It's just kind of floating in the air. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, just like, like yeah, liquid just clumps up, right? Yeah, just little little droplets of whatever Piss? is happening. Sure. And you just blah blah. What? <laughs> what is what does shit be looking like in space? Does it stay together or does it just like disperse? Depends on what was depends on what was in those little dried up bags they had. They <laughs> depends, you. depends how your bowel movements are what going. Was it, what was in that MRE, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's let's wrap this weird episode up. Well, I was gonna say to to wrap that up that it probably wouldn't happen because they like depressurize all that stuff and like get their things spinning so that you can just have normal gravity in a lot of those areas. So I think you'd be all right. So you're not like using the restroom and it's just floating back up against you. Ew. You're <laughs> just taking sad. a bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, that's bad. Anyways, cut that out. Anyways, let's wrap it up. We appreciate everyone listening. We will be back, as always, on Tuesdays. Tune in every morning, every Tuesday morning at least. Um, make sure you give us a rating in the Apple Podcast app. Subscribe on YouTube. Like our videos. Watch our clips. Follow us on social media. Do basically all of the above. All the info you need is in the description. And we'll see you next week. We out. Filthy. Fuego. 30.